Hey, welcome to the latest episode of Shit We Don't Talk About, powered by Helix Interactive. My guest today is me, ranting and raving. Tune in, it gets good. Here we go. Well, well, well. It's episode 40. Almost one year for this podcast, by the way. And I've never done one solo. Never gone at it by myself. (laughs) Now, for those of you who know me, I have a show on Fridays called Friday with the Frenchie. Shocker. And it's usually me just by myself with my French bulldog, ranting, drinking. Thought I would loop that over here to the Shit We Don't Talk About podcast just to commemorate one, almost one year, and also get my rant on. This is somewhat shit we don't talk about, but more than anything, I wanted to just get out some fun rants, some exhortations. I love that word, exhortation. It's got that religious feel to it. And uh, it's probably not going to be evergreen because... Today is September 5th. I'll let you know what day it is. So whenever you're listening to this, today is September 5th, 2021. Last week was a shit show. And we say that every week. Don't get me wrong. I know it. We're still in the pandemic. Just saying, wear a goddamn mask, get vaccinated if you can. And I will post a link to my show on Friday because I really got on a rant on that. And it was super fun. But today it's going to be not about Ida, although Ida was... Oh my God, was she a bitch on wheels? My goodness. She, she came in hot in New Orleans and just didn't quit until she got to New York and New Jersey. Bless. And I was in New York two weeks ago and I thought Henri was going to be Henri. I still said that two weeks ago and I haven't stopped laughing, but no, Ida, how about that? So, you know, global warming, the pandemic, we have all kinds of shitty shit. But this past week, super fancy, was SB8 in Texas. And let me just start by saying, fuck you, Susan Collins. Go look her up. You know, everything's a house of cards, so she's not solely responsible for this. However, she was that last deciding vote that got Kavanaugh through. And she was so insistent that, no, Kavanaugh is going to leave Roe v. Wade alone. Nope. Come on. Beer swilling, mm, fail forward white guy. I don't think so. Anywho, so yeah, unless you are somebody that's not concerned with reproductive rights or doesn't have a pulse, um, you you definitely know what happened last week. So what's been interesting to see is the the fallout, the responses, and I, uh, as of today, have just really today came to head because I've been observing a lot of talk and a lot of posturing, a lot of white feminism in, in super good order. And I mean that I, not in a good way. And the, the main thing that, that brought me to talk about this today was what I've seen is that a lot of people are doing posts that, and I get it, you just got to let it out. I totally get that. I am seeing people calling it Texas Taliban. Please don't call that because that just call it that, that just really brings along and, and encourages xenophobia. We already have enough of that, especially with, oh my God, with the 9-11 anniversary coming up, rest in peace, Vinnie Princiata, one of the 343. However, one of the things I'm seeing more than anything is a post that is um, 
it's a cut and paste. I'll say that. And I, I have to say one thing I did like about it is it gives examples of why someone may not, uh, why someone would have an abortion. Not that we should have to give these examples. It's really sad, but you all have seen this. This one says it starts with I'm pro Becky who found out at her 20 week anatomy scan that the infant she had been so excited bringing to this world had developed without life sustaining organs or pro Susan, who was assaulted on her way home from work only to find out that her assailant had planted a seed in her. So some of this dial, this, the, this, the wording, I don't really care for, um, one of them says how uh, uh, pro Vanessa, who went into her confirmation appointment after years of trying to conceive, only to hear silence where there should be a heartbeat. When I hear these, these, uh, these are stories. These are someone's story. It breaks my fucking heart because I know what that's like. Personally, I had several abortions in my twenties, uh, just based on the fact that my family was incredibly fertile, my heritage and. Uh, two of the times the birth control didn't work. And the third time I just knew I didn't want to have a, I didn't want to have a baby at that time. And then I chose not to. So as I said in my post the other day, if you're friends with me on Facebook, you know, come at me, bro. Like if you, if you want to judge me for that, you can fuck straight off. But anyway, um, I will say, um, I realized that my privilege of that time was that I could do that easily, a very low cost and not have a lot of repercussions and never, never looked back on that. But anyway, this post is interesting because it does give what I think are very simple sound bites of helping to explain how uh, you are pro-life. And I have another post I'm going to mention as well. Now, what's interesting about this is that the, the several people that I'm seeing that are posting this, I was pretty excited to see because I, I want to see a lot more of specifically fellow white women speaking up because of what, what I'm hoping people are realizing is that this, this, this is just not about white women. And this is where I'm going to rant also about the comparison to the handmaid's tale. Let me, let me segue onto that for a second, because the divine Letty, uh, sincerely dot Letty on Instagram did a wonderful post on that explaining why using the term handmaid's tale is problematic. And I'm going to loop back to the other women that were posting. And that is, I'm going to read you her post real quick. And then please, 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 I want you to go follow her and consume and share her content. But she says, this is frustrating when white women are referring to the handmaid's tale. Like the show, that action centers and focuses on white women and white feminism. And it ignores the realities of black women, especially as well especially as well as indigenous women and women of color. And then here's a, here are some frightening numbers. In the U.S., black women are three to four times more likely to die from pregnancy-related causes, childbirth, and black people have the highest infant mortality rate. Indigenous women and AAPI women also have an elevated pregnancy-related mortality rate. The Handmaid's Tale touches on none of these realities so many have been, that so many have been screaming about for years. Fictional tyranny dystopias primarily portray white people being oppressed. And I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to put a link in the show notes so you can read the rest of it because I just, I adore how she breaks this down. And that's the bottom line. And it's interesting because Anna Paquin, who's the actress, actually shared this post and the amount of uproar, up just pearl clutching feminist white women that came rolling in on that post furious because apparently this show, I can't watch it because it freaks me out, uh, does have a lot of representation. However, again, what it centers on 
is the white experience of like all of a sudden now it's super, super horrible because white people are involved as well. And that's really what the problem is too. So please let's, let's take that out of our dialogue. If you're so inclined, I, I think it would be great. If you're someone who wants to do the work in social justice, you might want to give it a try. Anyway, back to the post though, that's what's interesting is I think that a lot of women are seeing this, oh my God, now it's a problem. And, but they can't stand up to it. So that is, and I will say, I've had to correct myself a little bit because I've been getting into people's comments. Now, one of the reasons why I do that is I check to see if they're trying to give a little bit of pushback when folks come rolling into their comments of like, you're a baby killer or you're this, that, and the third, and um, just, oh, that's a lie, or those stats aren't right. Um, which to me is just tantamount to saying, you think SB8 is okay. So my question is, and this is what I ask in the comments is, what are you doing about it then? If you have such a problem with abortions, how are you supporting, how are you actually pro-life? And now that leads me to this, uh, this divine post by Allie Henney, A-L-L-Y-H-E-N-N-Y. Um, and I, I'm going to post the links to it. I'm going to give you a couple excerpts to it. She says, I have spent a significant amount of time around pro-life people, that's in quotes, listening to their arguments. For a moment in time, I thought that I was part of this camp. And I say, I thought, because I thought it meant creating a world where need for abortions were so remote, remote that it wasn't an issue. For example, I thought that being pro-life meant that we would give people of reproductive age access to clear, helpful information about their bodies, how their bodies work, and free access to contraception to prevent unwanted and unintended pregnancies. Now, this is a, there's about, oh my gosh, about four more paragraphs of this juicy, wonderful breakdown to what pro-life should actually be about. So when I see that and I see people say pro-life or I see that that's how they are, I'm not even talking political. I could get into that. You know, I could, but I'm not going to. I think, how is it? So what are you doing? What are you doing to say, uh, let's see. I, what I encountered was a lot of folks who are either refusing or unable to think about abor- abortion in a holistic way, meaning supporting universal health care so that parents of disabled or medically fragile kids wouldn't have to worry about the bills, uh, creating a social safety net that assures that no child is unhoused or hungry. I don't see anyone so far with any kind of solution besides throwing a stone. And that's why I got so frustrated, particularly in this post that I decided to step into. And I, I prayed to my guides about it and then I didn't listen to them. And I got in and rolled my sleeves up and just said, you know, Hey, because in particular, one of the comments was saying that, um, that the, the black and brown communities have the highest abortion rates, but they weren't saying it in the sense of, that the system is broken that doesn't support them medically, because as we all know, for instance, uh, as I said, you know, black, black women are three to four times more likely to die from pregnancy. She didn't want to talk about that, just made it this sweeping demonizing statement. So I, my question to this person on my friend's post friend ish, uh, was, so what are you doing about it? So, so our, so let's talk about the why, and what are you doing to help then? And came back. And again, I just want to say this. 
on anything you post or anything you're standing up for, what are you doing to dismantle the systems that are causing it? Period. And even I did a post the other day, I made sure that I was putting so many uh, links in there to action items, not links supporting what I believe in, but links to action items. And I really encourage people to do that. I, I know we're in a ramp period right now, but if you're going to do this, I stand up for Becky, I stand up for Jana, all this thing. What are the action items that you're putting in there? Because let's, let's face it, we can all find links that support our narrative. Absolutely. But what I'm disappointing in, disappointed in are, are the women specifically who I thought was standing up for things and they cave. They cave or they don't stand up to people in their comments in the name of being nice. Being nice is not going to fix this shit. And don't confuse being nice with kindness because that's not the same thing. And I, my friend Louisa is so good about talking about that distinction. And there are so many different things you can look up. Just look up, look up nice versus kind. You know better. You know better because it's not it's not going to change if you just do this agree to disagree because you got scared to push back on somebody who was an asshole in the comments on your post. I'm just saying. Now, what I do with my posts, and, and listen, have at it, feel free. Just set boundaries. Because when I did my post, I said, if you don't agree with this or you want to argue, I'm not interested because I know where it's going to lead. Now, I have to be careful because I also don't want to create a silo so that I am not hearing any other voices. I'm open to that. In fact, I had somebody who we who mentioned who commented to me privately and said, I don't want to start anything, but I, I she posted a link to what I'm assuming is probably a Christian group and is the helpful for mothers who decide that want to keep their kids. And I said, you know what? That's helpful. Thank you. Probably not a group I'd volunteer with. I might donate money. I don't know. I got to look at them closer, but I can tell it's probably more of the like, oh, sister, keep your baby type of thing. However, it was helpful. It was helpful information that may serve someone else. Now, I will also tell you in that same thread on my post, I had a friend of a friend who's part of like some like satanic group here in Colorado. But guess what? The link that she had, they are helping to defend people who can't afford abortions or they're helping to support them. I'm not going to throw that baby out with the bathwater. Now, my comment to her was, um, yeah, I'm going to stick with Jesus. We may have a complicated, Jesus and I have a very, very complicated relationship. He knows that. I have spirit guides, but um, I kept that up there too, because it's all leading towards action items. And that's a lot of what I'm seeing is that uh, it's just more of disparaging and not action items. Sorry, the neighborhood kids are a little loud. So it's real life. That's my rant for today. Uh, again, some of my action items are I got to stay out of people's comments because I, I just get ended. I end up getting thrown under the bus because everybody backpedals. And then I sit there and look at that bitch, which I have no problem with, but it steals my energy and keeps me from doing the things that I need to. Um, it did, however, I will say, help me to remember what, what politicians I really dig that's, that's affecting change. Uh, three of them that I mentioned, Leslie Harrod, H-E-R-O-D here in Denver, Candy C. Baca, I totally dig. She's on the Denver City Council. Um, 
Jason Crow is our local representative, Joe Nagoose, who now is actually going to be running up against Lauren Boebert because of the redistricting here in Colorado. I would love to see a WWF fight between those two. If you don't remember, Joe Nagoose actually was involved with the January 6th um, uh, hearings, and he's super, super awesome. And then Michael Bennett, those are some of the ones, and Diana DeGette. Those are my local politicians. Those are my Colorado politicians that I dig that are getting shit done. And then I have, um, I'm going to have all the links uh, in the show notes. So that's it for today. I just wanted to come on here and go solo for my 40th episode. I will have more guests. If you would like to be a guest, I can put the link in here, reach out to me. The point of my show is shit we don't talk about. So meaning that I don't need it to be sounding board guests. I need to be have guests that want to share an experience that is something that needs to be talk, talked about more that can help other people. So that's it. That's my spiel. Love you guys. I will see you on the next episode. Bye. Well, that was fun. Thanks for joining me on my solo adventure today. I would love to hear your feedback. Who are you supporting? Who do you really like? Who are you donating to? And make sure to check out the show notes. I have all the links to everyone I mentioned. And like I said, if you like this episode, please do all the things. Like, share with your friends, subscribe, and leave me a review, especially if it's a good one. If you really like the podcast and you want to show it, head on over to shitwedonttalkaboutpodcast.com, click on the patrons button, and become a full-time supporter of the podcast. And if you want your very own podcast, but you don't know where to start, go to helix-interactive.com and get yourself some. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. Bye-bye.